CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GP2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham, web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 27th of November 2022. Here are the main news headlines. 146147 MHz NOV extension. HF de-expedition fund trustees required. RSGB convention presentations. Ofcom has agreed to the RSGB request to send to extend the 146147 MHz notice of variation for a further year. It's available as a non-interference basis and the NOV is subject to a 30-day notice period of change or withdrawal. Full license holders can apply for the 146 to 147 MEGS NOV via the RSGB website. The RSGB assists HFD expeditions to the rarer countries through a fund that's supported each year from the proceeds of of a raffle held at the annual RSGB convention as well as income from legacies and donations. The Society is looking to appoint a fifth trustee for the HFD Expedition Fund, who, given the increasing number of applications, will also act as secretary to the group. Applicants should be enthusiastic to HFDXs with an interest in DXCC and IOTA. For, for further information about the role and how to apply, go to the Volunteer Vacancies section of the RSGB website at rsgb.org. The RSGB has released two individual 2022 convention presentations. In the first, Professor Alwyn Seeds, GDOH, talks about building a VHF-UHF contest station. The second presentation is by Hans Summers, G0UPL, who explains the QCXCW transceiver kit story, its design development, five years of production and evolution. Part of the second presentation was live-streamed during the convention, but you can now watch it on the RSGB YouTube channel. On Saturday the 3rd of December at 1400 UTC, AMSAT SA and the South African Radio League are hosting a webinar about ham projects. This is a platform to facilitate complex projects that are beyond the possibility of individuals or even one amateur radio society or club. The concept was developed by Willy Vollenweider, HB9AMC, as part of the IARU Region 1 Shaping the Future of Amateur Radio initiative. During the webinar, Will will explain ham projects in detail and how individual radio amateurs and groups or amateur radio clubs it says cubs here, but I think it means clubs, can participate or initiate their own projects and attract international participation. The webinar is free to attend and open to anyone who has an interest in technology and a desire to become part of full innovation. Register as soon as possible as participation is limited to 150 persons. Um, tinyurl.com forward slash ham project. Don't forget the transatlantic centenary test that events that start at 000 UTC on Thursday the 1st of December and run for the whole month. There are awards available for working the special stations and if you are an RSGB member and hold a full license, still opportunities to book and there are still opportunities to book an operating slot. Go to the RSGB for more information. 
Now for details of rallies and events. Bishop Auckland Radio Amateur Club Rally will be held today the 27th at Spennymore Leisure Centre, High Street Spennymore in County Durham, DL 166DB. Doors open 10.30 for everyone and 10am for disabled visitors. Admission is £2 and free for the under-14s who are accompanied by an adult. Talking will be on the two-metre channel V44. Contact Bob Dingle, G0OCB, on 07710 for further information. The Midlands Round Table event will be held on Saturday the 3rd of December. The day will follow a relaxed schedule with talks aimed primarily at microwave, amateur television, amateur satellite and other innovative areas of amateur radio. There will be tables provided free of charge for the junk sale and for any free items attendees wish to give away. The event is being held at Eton Manor, Eton under Haywood, Church Stretton, Shropshire, SY670H. The event venue will be open from 9am and proceeds will, proceedings will start at 10. Questions and requests should be directed to Paul, G8AQA, 01694771441. The Oval Amateur Radio Club will be held a club rally will be held on Thursday, the 29th of December, at Davis Hall, Howler Hill, West Camel in uh, Yeovil, Somerset, BA22, 7QX. Doors will be open from 9.30 to 1pm. Admission is £3, free parking available. The event will include bring and buy, as well as 20 tables for traders. For more information, contact Bob, 01963440167. Now for special events, Leyland and District Amateur Radio Club will be active as GB9LD for Lancashire Day today, the 27th of November. Activity will take place on the 40 metres to 70 SEMS bands. At 1500 UTC, the club will read the Lancashire Day proclamation on HF and toast His Majesty King Charles III, Duke of Lancaster. All are welcome to join in. Inquiries to LADAR, that's L-A-D-A-R, at mail.com. Thursday the 1st of December, GB1WH will begin operating. The special event station has been established to promote the work done by Wakefield Hospital. For more information, visit GB1WHQRZ.com page. GB1LJF begins its on-air activities on the 1st of December. The special event station is operating to celebrate the manufacture of the English Electric Lighting Lightning aircraft in Lancashire. More information at via gb1ljf qrz.com page dx news today this 27th it's the last chance to work alex k6 vhf he's active as 4l1fp from tbilisi in georgia he's operating sspcw and ft8 on the 80 to 10 meter bands qsl via logbook of the world club log or or uh, direct to k6 vhf Don K6ZO will be active as nine, uh, sorry, 7Q6M from Malawi until the 29th of November. He'll be available on 166 metre bands using SSBNCW, QSL via Logbook of the World or Direct K6ZO. Special event station CX100B will be active until the 30th of November. The station is operating to celebrate the centenary of the first radio broadcast in Uruguay, which took place on the 6th of November 1922, QSL via CX1AA and Logbook of the World. Special call sign ZW200ESQ is active until the 30th of November, celebrating the bicentennial of the Brazilian Navy. Operations will take place 
from the premises of the Brazilian Naval Schools Communication Group. Activity will be all bands from 80 meter to 70 cms using CWSSB digital modes and FM on satellite. QSL via the Bureau or directly to PY1JR. Bob W7YAQ and Al K7AR will be active as K8H from Tutilia Island, OC045, American Samoa, until the 1st of December. They'll be operating two stations on the 160 to 10 metre bands, QSL via Club Log, Log, Log Book of the World, or via W7YAQ. Contest news. Today, the 27th, the CQ Worldwide DXCW contest ends its 24-hour run at 23.59 UTC using CW-only 160-10 to 10 meter bands, the exchange of signal report and CQ zone. On Monday the 28th of November, the RSGBFT4 contest runs 20.00 to 21.30 UTC using the 80-40 and 20 meter bands, the exchange's report and four-character locator. Today, the uh, Thursday, sorry, Thursday, the 1st of December, sees the start of the UK six-metre group Winter Marathon. The contest will run until the 31st of January next, using all modes on the six-metre band, the exchanges, signal report and locator. The ARRL 160 contest begins at 2200 UTC Friday, the 2nd of December, and finishes at 1600 UTC on Sunday, the 4th of December. Using CW only on the 160-meter band, the exchange's signal report, serial number locator, American and Canadian stations also send their ARRL or RAC section. Next Sunday, the 4th of December, the 144-MEGS AFS contest runs from 1000 to 1400 UTC, using all modes the exchange's signal report, serial number and locator. Now, the radio report, a propagation report compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA and G4BAO. They write, We dodged a bullet last week when a large coronal hole failed to produce a geomagnetic disturbance. Despite many predictions that we would expect an upturn of the KP index, it looks as though the solar wind missed the Earth, probably because the hole was too low in the sun's southern hemisphere. As a result, the KP index never went higher than 4, actually 3.67 globally, and things remain calm. This was good news for HF, although a low solar flux index below 120 all week was nothing to get excited about. At the same time, the improvement in low band conditions, as we had for late autumn, is beginning to make up for it. Top band contacts, contacts have been recorded with 3B8 Mauritius, and Peter G3PHO has even made it into the US in the late afternoon on 160 meters FT8. So if you've never worked much on top band and you have the antenna for it, give it a try. Failing that, try the uh, top end of 80 meter SSB around sunrise in the UK for contacts with USA. Next week, NOAA predicts that the solar flux index will remain around the 120 to 125 mark. The good news is there are no large coronal holes currently visible and there have only been minor C-class flares with CMEs that have not been Earth-directed, so magnetic conditions are likely to be good. That is, at least until the 1st of December, when we have a predicted KP index of 4, which may disrupt contacts mainly on polar paths. This is good news for the weekend CQ Worldwide CW contest, which is a great opportunity for you to tot up your country uh, totals or for your Worked All States award. Now a footnote for those occasions when the prop quest 
www.dot.co.uk graphs are not updating. It can be a local effect at one of the stations, such as Chilton, which has been offline recently. Usually, selecting one of the tick boxes in the right, uh, in the top right of the graphs, will show Fairford or Dorbs when available. However, last week and maybe still, we have a complete blank for the three ionosond station plots which is much more likely to be a server issue in the States than uh, where the data is hosted. You can check the PropQuest server is working by selecting the Archive or Averages tabs. In any event, the Ionosound sound data plots will come back automatically once any issues have been resolved. VHF and up, the unsettled path of weather continues to be the, in, continues into the first half of next week, so could provide some further rain scatter opportunity on the gig spans. The broad southwesterly pattern may well switch over to an easterly after midweek as high pressure builds across Scotland. This could bring a return of tropo for some parts, but it looks a bit weak, while the south will continue to be affected by low-pressure systems. It'll feel colder with some models hinting at wintry conditions being a possibility, so wrap up well if you plan to do any portable operation. The Alpha Monocerotids meteor shower noted last week is over, but the small November Orionids, active until the 6th of December, reaches its peak on Monday the 28th. Get ready for the big Geminids meteor shower in December. It commences on the 4th, reaching a ZHR of over 100 between the 14th and 15th. More about this closer to the shower peak. Moon declination is increasing again and goes positive on Friday, so moon windows will lengthen and zenith angles will increase. Path losses, on the other hand, start to increase again this week after last Friday's perigee. We have to wait until mid-2026 before maximum declination coincides with the lowest path loss, but we are moving in that direction again. 144 meg sky noise is low all week, not getting above 300 Kelvin until next Sunday. And that's it from the Propagation Team for the week. That's all from me too. Until next week.